Hey everyone, welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Patrick O'Brien and I'm here with Dr. Tim Dooley. In this podcast, we'll break down wellness topics every episode and give you the tools you need to be the best you can be. Welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Dooley. I'm sitting here with Dr. O'Brien. How are you doing today? Doing just fine. How are you? I'm doing groovy. Hey, today we're going to talk about testosterone. Now, I know it's a little odd talking about it, but we get a lot of questions in the office. I think the biggest thing is, like, understanding what testosterone is. You know, like, I remember in high school playing football and, you know, different sports and stuff around. You hear testosterone. What's the first thing you, you, you think about? You think about steroids. Uh, and you think about, like, it, well, you know, is, is, it a, a, is it something that all bodybuilders use? Is it going to make me muscular and things like that? And, I, and, the, and it can have that benefit to a degree, but what testosterone is a, is a building block for almost every metabolic process within the, both the, the human body, but both the male and female body. Uh, it's it absolutely essential. It helps with um, different types of muscle growth from bone health, I mean, to fertility, blood cell count, mood. I mean, there's a bunch of different things it, it's beneficial for, but it's understanding that with testosterone replacement therapy, um, it's about optimizing numbers. It's not about abusing those numbers. It's not, it's not enhancing your ability to play sports it's not going to make a woman grow, you know, hair on her chin or get an Adam's apple like some people ask me. It doesn't do those things. We are simply basing this off the ind- individual's anatomy uh, and then just kind of getting your body to a healthier state, basically. And just like you said, it does impact women, too. And I don't think a lot of women actually know that. So, yeah, I mean, t- t- first of all, testosterone, uh, everything gets converted from testosterone. Both males and females. And I think, again, when you hear testosterone, you think, oh, it's only strictly for males. And the same can be said about estrogen, which they think is just for females. But the fact is, is both males and females need both. They need it at different levels. And it doesn't uh, matter what age you are either. We have a giant number of people in their 30s in here that are getting their blood check, getting their stuff done now, as opposed to um, waiting till their 60s and their 50s to have it looked at. So we see a lot of different um, walks of life with this testosterone program yeah and it's for women i think a a big reason is i hear all the time is that people uh, are doing they want to lose weight and you know they attribute it to their bad diet and they're working out when a lot of cases especially you know post children uh they have issues losing weight it it comes down to hormonal imbalance and that comes down to kind of what we do here as far as uh you know replenishing in the optimization of the testosterone which then converts it to you know all the other hormones which can be very assistant in helping to lose weight too and you need appropriate levels and, you know, here, by coming here and having us looked at it, it's fixable. Very fixable. Yep. Uh, we'll be discussing our hormone replacement program, otherwise known as our testosterone program, uh, otherwise known as HRT, otherwise known as what? Anything TRT. TRT. Typical. Low yeah. T. Uh, before we get started, we'd like to mention that our medical team administers the program in our office, and we are doing the podcast to simply just describe and provide insight on our program and how the testosterone therapy could be right for you. Uh, the most frequently asked questions we get in the office, and you deal with a lot of deal with a lot of this almost more than I do on a regular basis for sure. But um, you know, number one frequently asked question is, "Are you a candidate?" What do you generally say to the to the patient when they call in, and or, or if you see them in a room, what do they what do they? Uh, yeah, and it's, I think the the thing to look at here is that um, there are lots of different signs and symptoms for someone who is low. Uh, regarding testosterone and that both goes for males and females so that comes down to what is the primary complaint and we could and we're going to talk about this later on in the podcast but what are the the top five reasons 
Uh, and that's, there's five major ones that people present with. So depending on either whether you have symptoms or not, then secondly would be uh, objectively determining that, which would be using a blood test, which we obviously do in the office to determine that. So, um, Okay. All right. And then, you know, what are some of the risks and side effects that you uh, have to go over with patients or they ask you about? Yeah, I mean, risk and side effects, you know, exist with, you know, with any type of um, medical administering of, of whether it's medicine or it's some sort of physical therapy or chiropractic for that matter. So we do kind of break that down. And I think why our program is so um, specific and very successful is that we properly, um, I guess the best way to look at it is we very much encompass multiple aspects of the patient's both blood panel, but then also symptoms to determine if there is going to be any side effects. And we also make sure that when this person is in this program, uh, we keep a close eye on everything else so that we don't obviously need to, you know, tweak the numbers. We need to change what we're doing, how it's being administered so that we know that we're not going to have any side effects. But I will go over some um, specific side effects later on and in the podcast as well. Great. And then another good question is how is it administered? We get that frequently. Uh, We think there's three ways, right? Yeah, testosterone, you know, uh, typically I think uh, it's been been used uh, since 1939 uh, as far as replacement therapy is concerned. Um, but the most gold standard way to do it and, frankly, the most beneficial to the body to prevent any uh, side effects is the use of an injectable. Um, that's how we perform this in here. It's a one-time-a-week uh, ordeal. Um, the other ways that it can be done typically is either the use of pellet therapy, which is essentially where they kind of lance a portion of a larger muscle group and embed pellets so that it is released over the course of about three months. Uh, or lastly, there's a use of different types of gels, which is a transdermal way to allow the testosterone to be absorbed uh, via the skin. Um, there are some other side effects that can be in a negative manner that can come about whenever it's used from a transdermal or even a uh, pellet therapy. So we obviously want to provide the patient with the best you know, and most optimal outcome possible, and that's why we use the injections. So, very nice. Yeah, in, in you know, moving on from the frequently asked questions, you know, a lot of times this is a very uncomfortable topic for people, and it doesn't have to really be that way. And you know, with the way our office does things, you know, it doesn't really have to be. What do we do to? make patients feel more comfortable in the, the whole process. And, you know, I, we've been dealing with this for a long time. And like you said, I, I deal with a lot of this myself firsthand. Um, so it's easy with a lot of the, for example, let's some of the symptoms kind of jump into this that, that a lot of the men uh, present with, uh, you know, it's pretty standard for men and women to have fatigue, mood changes, you know, decreased bone mass. Maybe they just uh, have weight gain. But specifically for why some people may feel uncomfortable to talk about this is that a lot of guys will present with things such as lower sex drive, lower libido. Um, They have erectile-based issues, erectile dysfunction. Um, So it's not anything by any means that I have never heard before. Uh, I can, you know, talk to the guy, you know, with, with comfort in the room. It's just myself and that person. Um, you know, they also benefit is we also have, a, you know, a female nurse practitioner here. So a lot of females can feel more related to be able to talk to her about certain things as well. So we try to connect with the patient on that regard. But, you know, if you have a problem, it's, it's obviously beneficial to find someone that can help with this. And if you have any of those symptoms, whether it be gain, weight gain, mood changes, depression, sleep problems, sex drive, you know, erectile issues, I mean, absolutely feel free to talk to me. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no judgment whatsoever here. We just want to get you better as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll kind of touch on that. You know, why take testosterone? You know, our program here offers a, you know, a questionnaire, and if uh, two or more of these symptoms are selected, then you would qualify for a blood draw and a blood check to you know, sort of check your numbers. Uh, 
you know, symptoms or choices that you can choose on this uh, on this form that is completely confidential. You know, for men, you know, mostly you talked about earlier, fatigue, mood changes, uh, reduced bone mass, difficulty sleeping, lower sex drive, uh, reduced muscle mass. Uh, you know, issues with erections and uh, semen production also. Uh, females, you know, sluggishness, muscle weakness, fatigue, sleep disturbances again, uh, reduced sex drive, weight gain, and fertility issues. And, and a common one that's kind of often forgotten about is depression. Uh, you know, I know you know several people that have taken it just for that, you know, mood dependent, and it's been working out very well for them. So, um, again, you know, you know, our program, we start off with a questionnaire. And if you circle two or more yeses, then we can go ahead and do the blood draw and check you out. Um, you know, what are the benefits for the men and women as far as taking the testosterone, you know, and those, um, you know, you're kind of covering or not yeah. covering them up, but getting rid of those symptoms? Well, as I kind of went through with, you know, some of the symptoms that guys present with, um, as you just listed, uh, obviously the benefits would be just uh, trying to eradicate that problem and kind of um, capitalize on and getting back to where you were, which we joke around with people but try to get you back to where you were when you were, you know, 25, 30 years of age. Um, but, you know, kind of going over and touching on a few benefits and kind of correcting on a couple misnomers that may be out there, it, we'll start with the depression. Um, multiple studies I have in front of me that talk about how important testosterone replacement therapy is, you know, in treating depression. And there's a, you know, from the... National Institute of Health, a PubMed journal, uh, talks about how testosterone is very beneficial for treating depression. And what it basically does, it assists the brain in actually producing more dopamine. So a lot of people that have this type of an issue, are, you're going to see have lacking in that type of a hormone. So just optimizing the hormone replacement is the key to our program. And I say optimizing, as in getting it back to a high normal. It's not abusing the 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 issue or the you know the introduction of testosterone that you may see with some of these these bodybuilders, so to speak. So we try to get you back to that point to uh, to improve issues with with uh, with depression, or maybe it's uh, it also can help with uh, benefits against protecting uh, against Alzheimer's disease. Um, it improves both, you know, like visual memory, spatial memory, things like that, which can help with kind of relief, uh, relieve any type of mental fog or like any mental clarity issues that someone may be dealing with. Um, you know, I think the, the, the two big ones in kind of going back to like frequently asked questions, some people that already seem to know about some of these types of conditions think that there is a link between cardiovascular disease or, or any kind of heart related issues or prostate problems when getting on these things. And actually, again, I have, again, six uh, doing the research on this. There's six different articles here from the National Institute of Health that talk about how actually, um, you know, contrary to popular medical belief, prostate cancer is actually caused by uh, too low of testosterone. So the in introduction of testosterone replacement therapy and what I had talked about before, the use of injectable testosterone has no correlation whatsoever with raising an individual's PSA, which is your prostate-specific antigen level, therefore making it completely safe for any individual that is concerned with the use of, uh, uh, with their prostate for that matter. Um, the other two administered ways with the pellets I had discussed as well as the gels, the gel has been linked to raising the PSA and to cancer for that matter. So we obviously advise against that, but there is no connection whatsoever with uh, injectable testosterone, which is the clear-cut way to, to move forward. Um, very beneficial for, for cholesterol. Uh, it, this actually, it actually helps to decrease your LDL, which is essentially your bad cholesterol by being on this when done correctly, which is obviously what we do. 
Um, so there's, you know, there's multiple aspects, you know, talk about the, the heart health. I mean, it's extremely beneficial to, uh, allow for increased vasodilation of those, uh, of those vessels. It can, you know, provide, uh, increase in red blood cell count, which provides more hemoglobin, which provides more energy. You get more muscle, um, viability for that matter. So there, you know, it it can help with, you know, anti-inflammatory for that matter. It's extremely beneficial with individuals treating with, for diabetes, um, it's beneficial for fertility. A lot of people come in with, you know, questions about, and they've had issues getting pregnant and we don't necessarily advocate for improving for fertility for that matter, but we've had individuals who've had trouble getting pregnant and got on this for that matter. And it, in a matter of months, they, they've been pregnant. We've had that a handful of times. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it because essentially everything starts as testosterone. So I think that appropriately answers those questions. Yeah, that's very, very good knowledge there. Uh, you know, on to the, the actual blood draw. So let's say you go ahead and you, you qualify for this uh, blood draw. We do the blood draw in the office. Our, our medical team will draw the blood. We'll spin it down. We'll send it out. I think we use LabCorp, right? Yep, send to yeah. LabCorp. Send to LabCorp, and uh, they will send us back, you know, the whole panel back to us within, I think, 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, about two so days. we can yeah. have that back. One of the docs will call you, go over all the information. Now, as far as what we're looking for on here is, you know, number one, there's quite a few tests on here. I can't really count them all, but what is it? Probably, geez. I mean, it's 40 uh, things on here, but sure. we only look at about, you know, 10 or 12 of them, right? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously the – we don't like to just look at your hormone panel. You know, when you go to a family doctor and they do a blood test, um, they do a, typically a CMP, which I – Yeah, we want to make sure that, you know, these levels are in good standing before we can give you medication, correct? Sure, and yeah. the CMP is the Comprehensive Metabolic Panel, uh, which kind of discusses, like, uh, kidney health, liver liver functionality, you know, the glucose, things like that. And we want to make sure the liver is – the liver enzymes are – are correct because you know we we both know that the liver balances the sex hormones and the kidneys help break down medication so those numbers need to be in order and then the other one that a lot of family doctors will will do that we do incorporate into it is the cbc which is your complete blood count Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's obviously important because you know with the use of testosterone for that matter we want to see where those levels are whether it's your hemoglobin red blood cells white blood cells is there an underlying infection how thick is the blood how how viscous is the blood? How big are the, the cells themselves? Um, and that's where the hematocrit comes in. The comes yeah, in and that's the and that's again, there. that's like with, with getting on testosterone. Like I said, it raises your blood, red blood cell count, which is beneficial. But obviously, if there's already an underlying condition there, we need to see that ahead of time. So it's Correct. the point of it is making sure don't just necessarily check your hormone panel. Let's make sure that all all loose ends are tied off before you move forward. So and checking cholesterol levels as well. You know, we want to make sure uh, those levels look good. You know, sometimes we have folks fasting, and sometimes folks are not fasting. So non-fasting levels are going to be a little skewed compared to the ones who are fasting. But we also like to see those levels in a uh, in a good range there. Um, PSA, we check the uh, prostate-specific antigen in males only, obviously. And what is that number? We usually want that number between 0 and 4, right? Yeah, and the, the PSA is like, a, I think... Yeah. A lot of older guys already know what that is. It needs to be below four. You would not qualify for the program if you were above the four until you're at least medically cleared by another practitioner. Correct. Again, there is no correlation 
whatsoever with the use of the type of testosterone that we administer to increasing that number. Um, I, frankly, I, I've done it myself personally, and it's, mine has actually gone down over the past eight months. So there's no what's correlation at all uh, with that aspect, but we want to make sure we keep a close eye on it, which we do. Even once you start the program, we do routine and updated blood panels to keep an eye on not just the hormones, but then also the blood counts and the PSA as well. So. Yeah. And another uh, item we check for is vitamin D. And we talked about that in a prior podcast, uh, you know, development of bone, the absorption of calcium, and, uh, um, and the importance and the role of actually cholesterol levels as well. Um, I'm going to let you talk about the hormones, but I want you to really touch on the difference between testosterone and free testosterone and what that means. Because I need to even know that. So that would be a good topic to know. All right. So like, obviously we talked about the CMP and the CBC, the the basic blood panels that a lot of doctors do. But when you get to like a hormone check, which is not a routine blood check uh, administered by other doctors. So this is, this is specific to you. um, We look at, we look at a number of things. So let's, we'll start from a male perspective here. Um, The first thing you're going to look at, and I think a lot of doctors will, if they do check, they're going to look at your total testosterone. And this is this is only part of the equation here because you're, this is, means you would only be looking at the testosterone from from one viewpoint. You need to be seeing it from a multi-dimensional standpoint, which is what we offer. Total testosterone for a male is going to be somewhere on average between 300 and about 950 to 1,000, depending on the lab that you're at. And what we like to see is for us to get to an optimal high normal, we try to get somewhere between 800 to 1,000, which is at that still within normal limit range, but towards a higher uh, and most you know beneficial optimal range. And I kind of tell this to, to make patients understand, you know, even if you come in and you're, let's say, 300 to 1,000 is normal and your numbers are 350 or 400, you are still within normal limits, but you would qualify still, one, if you have symptoms. But two, because, you know, you may be within normal limits, but however, if you look at it as if you're taking a a test in school, you know, 350 to 400, that's going to put you at maybe a C minus or a C. You're still passing, but you're not optimizing the numbers. You're not getting that A on the test like we're looking for. So what's what's too high? Yeah, too high. I mean, we we try to keep it at least below 1100, 1200 ish, but you don't have any real effects come into, into play until you get into about that 1900 plus range. Um, with bodybuilders, I mean, you're looking at 2,500, 3,000, 3,500 easily is what they get to. And as we discussed earlier on this, that complete blood count that can increase your hematocrit level specifically, which essentially is how, uh, how thick the blood can get that can cause other problems later on that would never will ever become a problem or an issue for that matter within our program. One, because we keep a close eye on it, but two, we don't allow it to get to that number. We're not abusing it. We're simply restoring it to an optimal optimal number, uh, kind of thus getting you to a, the most beneficial, I guess, the most healthy standpoint that you can get to. Because like I said, everything starts with testosterone. But then again, that is only part of the equation. The other aspect that we look at is your free testosterone. And your free testosterone is the actual direct reading of testosterone. That's the clinical way to evaluate testosterone. And the free testosterone, we want that number. The, the average range for a male, for that matter, is going to be somewhere between about 10 to 24. We try to get someone between 22 to 24, again, optimizing the numbers. Um, but if you are below that 10, it, it, this is going to be very consistent with, with with symptoms that you may or may not be having at that point. So what I like to tell people is your total testosterone, your free testosterone. I always tell patients this every single time they come in, your total testosterone is basically how much 
food you would have in your refrigerator at home. And your free testosterone would be how much of that food you're actually eating or using. Very nice so, breakdown. Yeah, I like so it's that. yeah, and so if you if you have a you know a refrigerator full of food, that's great. But if you're not eating any of it, I mean, what's the point? You, you need, your body needs to appropriately convert it and use it. And so that's the benefit by checking both forms of the testosterone. Um, <clears throat> moving down, the other aspect that in trying to give a kind of a anatomy 101 here from an uh, endocrinology standpoint um, is the luteinizing hormone, or they call it the LH hormone. That functions in the male body by essentially the pituitary releases luteinizing hormone, which is a gland in the brain. And the luteinizing hormone is what stimulates the testicles within the male body to produce testosterone. So if your luteinizing hormone is not releasing enough, you, your body is going to slow down its natural production. This is common more for maybe 45, 50-year-old uh, males and younger. However, older individuals, as you get to you know, 70, 75 plus, their luteinizing hormone a lot of times will go up because their, their body is trying to produce more to naturally, it, it realizes it has a problem with testosterone, so they're, they're trying to produce more to keep up with that flow. So we got to keep a, keep a close eye on the luteinizing hormone. Uh, the, the last two big ones here are the prolactin and then the estradiol. Estradiol is a branch off of estrogen. Um, believe it or not, males do need estradiol. They need, you need estrogen just like a female would need testosterone. Um, and you know, with estrogen, there's, there's two sides of this here. Um, it, low estrogen is very much linked to, um, stress, anxiety, sleep problems, depression, things like that. Whereas too high of levels of estrogen is linked to things, uh, such as erectile dysfunction. It's linked to the gynomastia, which we kind of refer to as like the water attainment and like the pectoralis region, like kind of like a man boob thing. Um, we talk, it also leads to, uh, increase in acne and, and kind of breaking out from like a dermatologic standpoint. So you see these bodybuilders that are doing these tes- testosterone. When you start testosterone, your estrogen will go up with it. And that's how they work on a, on a very parallel uh, basis. So a lot of these guys will start to break out and you think, oh, it's the testosterone. It's not the testosterone. It's their, their estrogen levels are entirely too high. And we'll touch on this. A little later with the HCG that we'll discuss here. Yes. In a couple so of and that, in it's there. important to, you know, with fixing these problems, if you come in, it's not just that, hey, I need to be on testosterone replacement. It's going to fix my problem. That might fix part of the problem, but maybe you need to also be with an estrogen blocker. Maybe your estrogen is too high, and that's part of the reason that you're having those symptoms. So the, the, the point of this is that we are so multi-encompassing of the blood panel that you're not a number on this program. You need to make sure that you are being taken care of on a very customized and personal basis so that you're not fixing a problem now and causing more problems in the future. And I think that's where a lot of people don't, um, I, I guess, evaluate the patient on a, on a deep enough level. Right. So uh, the, the estrogen and the prolactin, like I said, the prolactin also is very con- uh, continuous with, uh, consist- like I say, consistently found to have a lot of erectile issues if it's too high as well. So by getting the estrogen down, you also can bring that down. But there's, it just all depends on, you know, where the hormone goes and kind of what the, where the problem is existing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of how I mentioned before, we will do a blood draw in the office. <clears throat> the blood is spun down, sent to LabCorp, and after the results are, are ready, they will send them to our office, and one of the doctors will call you personally and go over your panel with you and make sure you understand what the levels are, if they're within normal limits, if they're not, if they're not optimal, if they are optimal, whatever they may be, and then we'll kind of you know, guide you in making the correct decision on whether to get on it um, or sometimes get off of it. 
the next topic we'll talk about is um, why our testosterone versus uh, other types of testosterone. Um, yeah, the two the two major kinds are just a synthetic blend, and there's right. obviously a bioidentical uh, type of testosterone. I don't, do you want to you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, kind of touch on the bioidentical versus synthetic. I think just you know from the the way those words are made out, one seems more natural than one seems more synthetic or made in the lab. And I sort of prepared a little statement stating, you know, what my thoughts are were um, on the bioidentical testosterone. And, you know, for a compound to be bioidentical, it simply means that the molecule, shape, makeup, and the structure must be identical to what is made in your body. Uh, this makes a perfect key to unlock the body's receptor sites. You know, for example, the... Uh, the ovary is the manufacturer of hormones. When it stops making the hormones, the laboratory makes an exact duplicate of the hormone molecule for you to use. Uh, another example of exact copies of our body's hormones synthesized in a lab are hemulin and cortisol. Uh, you know, therefore, you know, bioidentical hormones are still made in a laboratory using a process called synthesizing. Uh, the source of these natural human forms of hormones are the building blocks found in wild yams and soybeans. Uh, as opposed to you know, the other type of testosterone, which Dr. Brian will get into in a minute. Uh, you know, the lab will convert these plant compounds into chemical molecules uh, identical to make those made in the human body. You know, your estradiols, your progesterones, your testosterone, which then when they can be fashioned into standardized tablets, patches, creams, gels, or in our case, injectables. You know, therefore, they are able to synthesize a natural bioidentical compound to p- replace what our body no longer makes. You know, that's uh, the version of a bioidentical version. Uh, the synthetic testosterone, uh, this is a testosterone, testosterone that is made in a lab by a pharmaceutical company with compounds that mimic the hormones in our body. And I think you have something on that, do you? Well, I, I think uh, from a clinical standpoint, yeah, obviously, I mean, bioidentical versus synthetic, it, it's... Um, like you said, it's more, it's much more natural, more of an organic approach, if that makes it easy to understand. But the also, the the interesting thing that I found that I wouldn't have seen until we did it uh, clinically is had a gentleman who, well, I frankly, two, two people for that matter, who were on synthetic with their family doctor using approximately 200 milligrams, which is one ML per week, just one injection, uh, felt better, but consistently still had decreased sex drive, erectile issues, things like that. Um, they switched to our program which was still administering the same amount or same units as far as 1 ml of, of the bioidentical, which we do use. We use only bioidentical in our office. And this individual uh, completely benefited 100%, as in all erectile issues, all sex drive, all energy, everything dramatically better. And there was no difference as far as the amount being given other than the fact that we use bioidentical. So I found that very, very interesting just from a clinical perspective as how, you know, obviously the fact is, is how much you're getting being given versus how effective or how much bang for your buck or how much punch is in with, within the actual testosterone. And I've seen nothing but nothing but benefits by the use of, of bioidentical uh, versus synthetic for sure. Yeah, um, if you had the choice to take either one, I think you would take the bioidentical one over the synthetic. Yeah, and it's like, you know, right. the, the stuff we offer in our office, you know, it, it, a lot of these synthetic r- responses can be, um, 
they're they're made with fillers. They're made in a pharmacy, like you had said, compounded pharmacy. Um, they can technically be a cheaper version of the testosterone. We the the bioidentical is much more effective, safer, more natural to the body, as it obviously recognizes your own biology. But just from a from an office perspective, what we bring in, obviously, it costs a little bit more for us to get it in here. But we're not going to offer our patients. Uh, the cheaper blend of things. We're, we want to give you the best possible outcome. So I'm all about, especially with myself being on it, I'm all about using the best stuff we can possibly get in here. So bioidentical, absolutely the way to the way to go over the future for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, next, you know, next topic I was going to talk about, and I wanted to touch on a little bit more, was the levels of testosterone. Yeah, and the the levels kind of we had talked about. It, it, what I find interesting is that I already talked about how a male is somewhere between that three hundred to a thousand range is total for your total testosterone, which number one is such a large range. Uh, it's it, it's so large that it, they essentially try to funnel individuals based on age group into that range. As in, as you get older. Every 10 years, if you look at the lab values for every 10 years you get older, those values actually naturally start to go down. So it's almost like they, you're expected to have less testosterone, which means you're expected to have weight gain and expected to have sexual issues. And I just totally disagree with that. You want to maintain that same normal level where you are 25 to 35 to 45 as opposed to them just expecting you to funnel into that. So when a doctor does a test and sees that you know a 300 to 1,000 is normal for a 30-year-old, whereas for a 70-year-old it might be... 200 to 700 and that number goes down because again like they expect them to get in there which um from our our standpoint we try to get to optimal versus average and then the optimal being you know between that 800 and a thousand range uh there's no you know ill effects no risk whatsoever Uh, and then the bottom line is getting results yeah and and you know they put you in that bracket right and let's say that bracket has you classified as normal but you are normal but still having those symptoms you know then you do go ahead and treat. Yeah. And I, and the thing is, it's like a lot of family doctors, a lot of people for that matter, don't do this kind of thing or frankly understand the, the proper way to do it. Uh, and by, again, continuously looking at the blood panels, making sure they're where they, where they need to be. Uh, I think this kind of is going to lead me into my next point of this, I think, which is my, what I call the game changer for our program specifically and why anyone that is considering this option should, should consider at least a consultation within our office. And that being the incorporation of not just a testosterone, but then the incorporation of a thing called HCG. Uh, and HCG stands for human chorionic gonadotropin. Uh, and this is a hormone that's responsible for essentially stimulating the pituitary to release luteinizing hormone to then in turn produce your own levels of testosterone. If, let's say, for example, a male comes into an office and he's going to do testosterone replacements somewhere else and his levels are 250, so he's 50 points under where he should be and he has symptoms and he starts a program, he will start on testosterone, his levels will go up, so now he has his 250 plus the injected amount he's doing each week. So he gets a boost immediately, he feels great. The problem is that about six months, his body is going to realize he's getting it from an external source. So then his natural production of testosterone is going to go bottom out to zero, thus giving him a dip in his symptom in his benefits. And he's going to come back in and say, hey, I started off great. I felt awesome, but now I feel like I'm, I'm taking some step backwards. That is because his body was expecting the injection, therefore was not producing the luteinizing hormone, which in turn was stimulating the, the, the uh, production of his own levels. 
how we differ from these offices is that we incorporate a thing called the HCG, the human chorionic gonadotropin, which what this does is this constantly stimulates your body to continue to produce from the pituitary uh, the signal to continuously produce your own levels of testosterone. So therefore, you don't ever become dependent on testosterone. You don't ever have any testicular shrinkage. You don't have any ill effects or side effects affiliated with what other hormone replacement therapies would bring you. So that is, again, the game changer standpoint, because even if you were to do our program for two, three years and stop cold turkey, there will be no crash. There will be no period where, uh, from a latency standpoint, as it, you know, in a gentleman that's doing it three years without HCG, that person is going to struggle to produce his own levels again. That person doing only testosterone is going to have testicular shrinkage. They're going to have other side effects uh, you know, accompanying that as well. So we want to make sure that, again, what I said earlier, we're not fixing a problem now to just cause more problems later. That's not going to happen with this because of what I just explained with the, with the use of the HCG. Um, HCG has to be done, and it's administered in our office. You do it to yourself, uh, again, on a weekly basis. It's done two days prior to the introduction of testosterone specifically. Uh, it kind of preps the body for that, um, but it just allows you to, like I said, continue to produce your own levels uh, and there's multiple studies that show how effective, you know, HCG can be in correlation with uh, with testosterone itself. Um, okay, I think you hit that on the head. Um, you know, as far as like a, a recap on all of what our program entails, I'd like to get into that and kind of tell them what our program is. I'll start off with, you know, our program is a 10-week program, which includes 10 weeks of testosterone, 7 weeks of HCG. Mm-hmm. Your testosterone is taken one time a week. And this is following the HCG, which is taken two times a week. Um, I think we change the, the the volume based on the level of the patient. So if the patient testosterone level is already decently high, the level of testosterone that goes in is a little lower. Is that correct? Yeah, it's no, the testosterone is one mL, mm-hmm. and in one one milliliter there is two hundred milligrams of testosterone. So after you start the program, four weeks later, we would check your blood again. Mm-hmm. Let's say the testosterone is a little higher than we want it to be. We would likely advise that individual to move down to whether it's all variant on the person's blood work, but for, say, for example, to 0.8 mLs so that we at least maintain that norm, that high normal, that optimal number, you know, affiliated with that. That is an intramuscular injection, um, which is done either into the, I just, I do it into my deltoid, my shoulder. Some people do it into their, their glutes or their thighs, whatever's easier. And then HCG is done in the skin, correct? Yeah, and the HCG is just done with an insulin needle. I mean, you don't even feel it. It is done twice, uh, two days prior uh, in a row to the testosterone. It's called a subcutaneous uh, injection. Cutaneous essentially is uh, just means skin, so it's done underneath the skin. It's a piece of cake. Um, but you want to make sure you do that prior to the injection of the testosterone. But that is all given to you as a part of the program here. All the needles, all the syringes. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's a very like I said multi encompassing program. Ten weeks of testosterone, bioidentical testosterone. It's all provided and sent to your house, and then you bring it in, and we could talk about how it is administered. You can either do it to yourself, or we can do it to you on a on a weekly basis. Um, you get seven weeks worth of the HCG because you do need to cycle HCG off for the last three weeks. Um, you get all of the needles and all of the syringes, again, sent to you, so that's already covered from it. And then I think a big thing that it's important is, is depending on how consistent you want to be with your health, is that all future blood panels and blood work are done in our office 
on a very routine basis. So those initially get the first, after the first four weeks, we do an updated blood test. And then from that point, four weeks on, it would be at 10 weeks. And then from that point, it'd be every 20 weeks. So we do keep a very close eye on those numbers and not just the hormone levels. We do routine checks on this complete blood count. Keep an eye on the hematocrit and the hemoglobin. We do routine checks on the comp- comprehensive metabolic panel, which looks at the liver, as Dr. Dulia talked about, as well as the kidney. So you're 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 making sure that your everything, like I said before, all loose ends are tied off, and you're, you're good to go. Okay, so you know basically, you know, a recap on what you do when you come into the office. You know, if you're interested, you could call in or you could visit us at DaytonPainRelief.com. Um, but you'll come into the office, fill out a questionnaire. If your questionnaire qualifies you, the nurse practitioner or the physician will take your blood. We'll send it off to LabCorp. Results will come in. We'll call you over the phone and go over them over the phone with you. And um, based off uh, what the results say, yay or nay, we'll have you come in. Uh, we'll order the testosterone or not. And if we do order it, you can come in and we'll go over it with you. And we'll go from there. Uh, you have any questions or anything like? Well, I think there's two. About? Yeah, two things. Kind of what you said about the blood work. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be an individual that has to be in here all the time, every week. They don't have to live in Centerville or Dayton, Ohio, for that matter. It could be anywhere. Uh, you know, I've, we've had individuals move in to different Florida, states. I, think, I mean, right? yeah, you can. We, if there's a lab core there, we can write a script to that lab core. You can go in and do that blood test in that place. They send us the results. I can get on the phone with you and go over it from that standpoint. So it's not like you have to be essentially local for that matter. Um, and then the second part is that it's important to, um, you know, and I, my opinion that I always add to it is that accessibility is, is so important from a healthcare standpoint. If you are on the program like this, I, whether it's with us or someone else, I advise being able to have access to the doctor if there are any questions that come up at any point, which we do offer. So and we it, do offer your direct cell phone number. Yeah, correct? we have a, I have a direct, you know, a direct number. That's a business number strictly for this type of reason. I, it could be in the middle of the week. It could be an evening. It could be a weekend. I mean, I'm here if someone has a question for it. That's the bottom line is making sure the patient is t- handled appropriately so that we fix your problem, but we also maintain optimal health for sure. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you want to go, want to know more, please go to DaytonPainRelief.com. And you're listening to an Adjust Your Life podcast. Thank you.